Hello, and welcome to the Goddess Ceremony Podcast, a sacred place for women all around the world to find wisdom about the sacred feminine, empowerment, and healing. From natural health suggestions, traditional wisdom, and transformative stories, you'll be immersed in topics that bring you inspiration and clarity. If you're ready to awaken the wild woman within, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Goddess Ceremony Podcast with Cassandra Wilder. Hello, beautiful friends, and welcome back to the Goddess Ceremony Podcast. My name is Cassandra, and I am so dang excited about this podcast episode today. So heavily requested, and I am finally getting to it, so I cannot wait to share everything in this podcast episode with all of you. Before I dive in, I want to say thank you to all of you that have been leaving reviews on iTunes. We have hit over 360 five-star reviews on iTunes because of beautiful humans like you. So I want to recognize you and thank you. If you haven't had the chance to leave a review yet, why not? (laughs) There's still time. So you can leave a review on iTunes and it really, really does mean the world to me. So thank you all of you for being so supportive and for walking this path with me. So this episode is very different, obviously, than anything I've done on the Goddess Ceremony podcast. Honestly, when I launched the podcast, I assumed that it would only be women that listened. I assumed that this was something that wouldn't really appeal to men. And I've been absolutely surprised in the most beautiful way to learn that there are many, many amazing men that choose to listen to this podcast. And that could be for a lot of reasons. One, because they want to know how to support the women in their lives. Two, because they understand that all human beings have feminine and masculine energies, and so this information is more relevant than we might think for men. And also, I think there's a general curiosity, because just like how we as women feel like no one gave us much information about our bodies, or how to be empowered, or fulfilled, or anything like that, men also didn't get that information. And so we're all kind of walking around this world feeling a bit disconnected, maybe even feeling somewhat broken, not having any resources, and we're all just trying to figure it out the hard way. And so I think a lot of men have been really curious to understand what is the divine feminine and what would that look like to really see in the flesh, to really see in a woman right in front of me. So on Instagram, I'm often talking about hormone health for women. I'm often talking about that balance between divine feminine, divine masculine. And I finally had a number of men reach out and say, Cassandra, this information is great, but what about us? What about our testosterone levels? What about our partners? How can we actually support our partners? And I got so many of these questions that finally I thought this needs to be a podcast episode predominantly for the divine masculine. So if you are a man listening to this, I truly, truly recognize you and affirm you and thank you for being open to understanding your body and the divine feminine at a better level. And if you're a woman listening to this, know that this information is also going to be really powerful for you and will give some insights into both the divine feminine and divine masculine. So what we're going to talk about today is a man's general health and testosterone levels, because a lot of men are having uh, a lot of severe issues surrounding that, just like how we as women tend to have hormonal issues 
Men are too, but it's kind of a silent thing because, right, men can't can't have weakness, right? We we can't talk about this real issue that a, a lot of men are having. So this is going to be a, a loving and supportive space for me to share some things you need to know, men, about your body. We're also going to talk about why it's really valuable for a man to understand his partner's cycle. And we're also going to talk about what women wish men knew about them. And also a few amazing brave men asked some questions and um, wanted to be included in this podcast and share what they want support in as well. So this is a really powerful podcast. It's powerful for everyone that's listening. As usual, it's going to get a, a bit taboo, but that's what you all expect at this point, right? Right? Okay. So let's start with talking about hormone health for men and testosterone. And I'm going to talk about what the symptoms of low testosterone are, as well as seven ways we can fix it. So let's just dive right in. So testosterone is the main male sex hormone for men. And naturally, this starts to decline around the age of 30. So we're building, building, building most of our life. And then when we hit 30, it very, very slowly starts to decline. Um, Many men, it's estimated up to 50% of the population in the United States have low testosterone levels. And this is for so many reasons. This is because of our lack of nutrition. This is our lack of education in general about how to care for our bodies. As women, it's so common to see a severe hormonal imbalance, and we have very clear symptoms of that typically. There's severe PMS, their cycles are all over the place, they have hormonal acne. But for men, it may not be quite as obvious, though when I go through some of the main symptoms, you'll probably be able to think of some men that you know that really exhibit this, that really exhibit the the image of someone that needs some more testosterone in their lives. So, Like I said, about 50% of the population, it's estimated, have low testosterone levels, but we don't typically talk about this. And even for men that go in and get blood tests, it's not always accurate. Your testosterone levels fluctuate all day long. And so just because you got one test at one time in your life doesn't mean that that's necessarily accurate. You're really going to want to go in and get a lot more of a comprehensive testing panel. So let's talk about what the low testosterone symptoms actually look like. So these are some of the biggest ones that are the most obvious that I see the most. Yes, I do occasionally have men as clients and I love that because they need a space to be supported too. So these are the key symptoms, low sex drive is one of the biggest ones we see as well as ED or erectile dysfunction. And there's again, sadly so much shame attached to these two things for men. It's as though we've taught them that their worth is around their sexuality and their ability to have an erection. And so when men have uh, any sort of concern around this, that's often something they silently suffer with. So I've had a number of male clients with ED and we've been able to successfully um, address it and to help them be able to enjoy a healthy sex life with their partner. So these are two really, really big signs, but there's also increased body fat. So for men that tend to get that big belly or even maybe develop breasts, a loss of muscle mass or even a very difficult time building muscle. If we have a good level of testosterone, it's very easy for men to build muscle. There may be hair loss. So any sort of premature balding, whether that's in the center of the forehead or more so along the ears, and those would indicate different types of hormonal imbalances. And then of course, general things like fatigue, depression, 
and sleep apnea would also demonstrate that there's some low testosterone. And I think wherever you're at, you can think of some people in your life, some men that really exhibit all of this, whether that's you know, your parent or someone you work with, this is really, really big. So let's talk about seven ways to boost the testosterone levels in a natural, powerful way, just like I've talked about for women. So here's seven really important things that you should know. Number one, it's crucial to be eating healthy fats. And if you've listened to my other podcasts about how to support a woman's hormonal balance, then I've, yeah, you've heard me say this like 10 times. It's equally as important for men. So making sure that you are nourished with high amounts of healthy fats, and these are things like coconut oil and olive oil, sesame oil, organic butter or ghee, avocados. These are oils that are beautiful for the body. Your body needs fats to create cholesterol. And your cholesterol is key for your hormone health. So the 90s, like I've said, were a tragic time in health history because we all got on this crazy bandwagon and thought that fat was bad for us. And so we started eating garbage like margarine and these fats that are high in trans fats. And those are what cause all sorts of issues down the road. So eating an abundance of healthy fats is absolutely vital. Number two, This is a pretty cool one, and there's a lot of new studies coming out about this, but intermittent fasting for men generally is absolutely amazing to balance hormones. There's actually a lot of research that shows IF, or intermittent fasting, is actually not that ideal for women. Our hormones are a lot more sensitive to that, and because our bodies are in a state of needing to keep a certain body fat percentage in the event that we needed to carry another life, it really tends to cause more stress in the body. So it's generally not the best thing for women. For men, on the other hand, it does wonders for hormone levels, especially for testosterone. The third is any sort of high intensity workouts. This is how we get the hormones back into balance. So whether this is a CrossFit class or some sort of really rigorous activity, even going for a big hike or you know, whatever, something that's really rigorous, gets your heart up, absolutely key for hormone health. Zinc is a supplement that is absolutely vital for men's health because it's directly correlated with testosterone levels. So if your zinc is high, your testosterone is probably pretty good too. If your zinc is extremely low, I would bet that your testosterone is also below average. So supplementing with zinc every day is gonna be really key. In the show notes, you can click through to my blog and I actually have some of this linked if you're wondering where do you even buy zinc and what's a good brand, I've got that all linked, so don't worry about it. Uh, The next one, number five, is strength training. So different than high intensity, strength training is gonna actually be lifting weights. And for testosterone levels specifically, you generally want very high weights, low reps. That's how we build up the testosterone. Number six is one we could probably all live by. That's to lower stress levels because if our cortisol levels increase, which is our stress hormone, it tends to throw everything else out of balance. So finding healthy stress management tools. And lastly, but certainly not least, is to supplement with vitamin D. If you live somewhere where you don't get a lot of sun, you know, it's fall right now. So in a lot of places where 
kind of on the waning end of good sunshine, then you need to supplement with that. And in the show notes, like I said, you can go through to my blog and I have this all linked for you. But vitamin D is a steroid hormone. And so it directly increases fertility as well as sperm counts. So it's very, very important for men's health overall. Those seven things are something that need to be addressed, especially if we feel like testosterone levels are off. If a man has low testosterone, he typically feels like less of a man. That's the easiest way for me to describe it because he may not have a sex drive. He probably is carrying some extra weight. He probably has this this lack of passion. He's feeling pretty depressed. And so these seven things are going to help him get that pep back in his step the way that he was meant to live and feel. So really, really important. So now let's kind of switch things up a little bit and talk about a woman's cycle. And so I'm going to actually speak directly to men. So if you're a man listening, I'm going to directly talk to you right here. So one of the most amazing things that a man can do for any woman in his life is to create space for her, his partner to enjoy and experience her cycle. And by cycle, I mean her menstrual cycle, the time of the month when she's bleeding. So one thing that I think is really, really powerful, that I think really shows a man's ability to create space for his partner is if he's also willing to track her cycle. So if a woman is not on hormonal birth control, then likely she's tracking it on her phone via an app. There's lots of different apps out there, and so it'll show when she's menstruating and when she's ovulating. But this could also work if she's also on the pill or some form of birth control where it's fairly predictable. So for a long time, we've kind of thought that it's a woman's job to track her cycle, and especially for those of us that don't use birth control, that are relying on our body and our cycle tracking to tell us when we need to be mindful or careful having sex to not get pregnant, and when we can be a little more fun and spontaneous. That's something that for a long time has been thought of as a woman's job. And so even in the more like natural health communities or mindful communities, For a long time, it's just been us as women that have had to track our cycles and then tell our partners, hey, today's actually not a good day or I'm supposed to ovulate in two days, so we really need to be careful. That's not the case anymore. It is powerful for both people to be educated about where a woman is at in her cycle. So men should be, in my opinion, equally as involved. So my dear men, all you have to do is have an app on your phone And it will tell you when she's supposed to menstruate and when she's supposed to ovulate. And when she's ovulating is when, if you're trying to not get pregnant, you'd be careful. And you would then also be able to predict when she's going to have her menstrual cycle. This is powerful for you to have because it's really like a little window into your partner, into what she's going to be experiencing throughout the month. So... A big thing here I want to say is if you think menstruation is off-putting or gross, or if you're already like, I don't even want to know when my partner is supposed to bleed, I want you to trace back that belief. Trace back where you were taught that menstruation is dirty or gross or something you just don't talk about. This is such a big issue in our world, is this lack of education. 
I mean, think back to even when a lot of us were, you know, say in elementary school or middle school and we were learning about our bodies, often we were separated. The young women went into one room, the young men went into one room. We learned about our own bodies and we really didn't see a lot of that crossover. Granted, yes, it's an awkward time of any human's life. And yeah, we probably were all weirded out about our own bodies, let alone someone else's body. But we learn that we just don't talk about these things. And so most young men never learn about a menstrual cycle. And what they do learn is likely pretty disempowering. So I really encourage you men to think about where you first learned about menstruation. Was it something that was very taboo in your home? Um, Oftentimes the father figure will really imprint his beliefs onto a young man. Maybe by saying, oh God, your mom's, you know, Oh, my least favorite thing to hear in the whole world, your mom's on the rag, or, you know, your mom's PMSing, so watch out. And so those are the things that we embed and think, yeah, menstruation is gross, bad, painful, I don't want to be involved with it. So if you take the time to trace back where you learned about menstruation, you can then begin to heal that story. Because I can assure you, walking around with this belief that it's gross is not serving you or your partner or any woman or bleeding human being in your life in any way. So consider the simple idea of menstruation and be open to changing your perception about it. So I also believe that the divine feminine and the divine masculine must learn how to honor each other for us to really see healing in this world. That's absolutely vital. And for a man, this is one of the easiest and simplest ways that he can honor the feminine by simply having an acceptance to his partner's cycle. So again, if this is something that's very, very scary to you or something you don't even want to begin to look at, that's an issue. And that's something that I really, really would urge you to be open to healing. It is not serving you and it is not serving any woman in your life to continue to live that belief. You must learn how to recognize her cycle is sacred. I'm not asking you to be overly involved. I'm not asking you to be super like, I'm so excited you're bleeding today. What I'm asking you to do is to see it as her most sacred time of the month. That's it. We can all do that. And also understand that you probably were not given any education about menstruation. So also have compassion for yourself. It's okay if this is a process for you but understand that it's absolutely vital. So on Instagram, I had asked women, what do you wish men knew about the divine feminine in general? What do you wish was a norm for a man to understand? And I got some really good answers. And so I'm gonna go through a few of these right now. They're things that I really agree with as well. And I'll add my little opinion to each one of them. So number one was, Men, we want you to know that we are cyclical beings and that we go through shifts every single month. Women in a 29 and a half day cycle can move through so many cycles on both a physical hormonal level and an energetic emotional level, it would absolutely blow your mind. Whereas the masculine tends to be very consistent, very steadfast and very direct. And so that's why it can seem very confusing to a man to see a woman go through so many cycles because it's so different to his reality. So men, we're asking you to simply recognize that we are not meant to be constant. We actually are meant to be cyclical and to shift. And yes, that is very, very different. But that is how a woman's body works. 
And like I said, if you're tracking your partner's cycle on your phone, you really have this magical little portal <laughs> into her body. And so you're going to know and be able to predict the different times of the month. So if you can see on your phone, she's supposed to bleed in a few days and she's feeling pretty introspective and maybe a little sensitive and really wanting to have some time alone, rather than feeling like what's wrong with you, you can see, ah, I see you're about to bleed and you're about to go into your really sacred time. I acknowledge that. And other times of the month, maybe when she's ovulating or with the full moon, when she's feeling really bold and unapologetic and super silly and maybe super sexual, you'll also be able to recognize that and see that that's part of her cycle. So it's really, really valuable to understand that a woman is going to go through many phases throughout the month and that that is okay. Another really good one, men, we want you to understand that every woman is different. I love this one because so often, subconsciously, we compare who we're with currently to people we've dated in the past. And I know none of us mean to do it, but it's a natural comparison that most people tend to do. And so, for example, if we have a belief that all the women we've ever dated before tend to get really terrible PMS, and they're really mean, and they're moody, and they just totally act like a different person, if we take that belief into our current relationship, we're projecting a lot of that onto our partner. And so it's a simple encouragement to remember that every woman is a little different. The way she experiences her cycles are a little bit different and to be open to observing how she moves through her cycle rather than attaching anything from your mother or other women or people you've dated, be open to understanding her cycle. Another woman said, men, we'd love for you to be supportive and understanding when we bleed. And that's so key. Like I've said, such a vital thing is to understand that this is a woman's most sacred time of the month, the most sacred. And so this is a time for women to begin to move inward, to release both physically, emotionally, and energetically, and to really be held within a safe container. And you can be part of that by helping us create that safe, loving, embracing, accepting container. So this means being aware of your partner when she's bleeding. If you notice that she's really tired or maybe her cramps are really bad this month and she's just kind of down and out on the couch, what can you do to offer a little more love and encouragement to her? Maybe you could offer to help with the dishes that night. Maybe you could bring her favorite chocolate home because you just know that that would light her up. You could offer to do something big or small that reminds her that you are aware of what she's moving through right now and that you support her and love her through that process. It sounds so simple, but I promise you just that would transform any relationship. Another really good one, it's kind of changing the topic a little bit, but men, we want you to remember that foreplay is very important for our cervix. If you haven't listened to my whole episode about the cervix, you need to because it's so good and every human being could gain something from that episode. But you have to understand that when you are starting to become intimate, when you start to warm up the body, you're activating in any way, the woman's body understands the hormonal changes and so the cervix will actually start to lift up and get out of the way as it anticipates some sort of penetration. And so foreplay is what allows the cervix to get the cue of, I need to move because something's gonna come in here. (laughs) 
And so if you don't get that foreplay, then likely the cervix isn't going to know that she needs to move. And this is when women have a large amount of pain having sex. This is where women will feel like um, their partner is in almost like too deep. That's the feeling that a woman typically will get. Or they may even get an actual stabbing pain as the head of the penis actually hits the cervix over and over. And it's very painful. And so there's such a misconception that foreplay is not actually necessary or that women are just demanding of it and they're selfish about it. It's so not true. Rather, it's crucial so that we can actually enjoy sex. So foreplay is essential, especially for our cervix. Another woman said, men, we'd love for you to recognize PMS signs so you don't think we're being a bitch. <laughs> it's a good one, yeah. And again, if you're tracking your partner's cycle, you're not gonna have to really worry about this. You're gonna see when she's supposed to be menstruating and you'll be able to recognize the days when her mood is just a little bit off or when she's feeling a little tender or sensitive or whatever, you're going to have an easier time making space for that rather than thinking, what is wrong with you? Another woman said, men, we'd love for you to celebrate our power rather than fear it. I like this one. And when we, I think specifically we're talking here about our menstrual cycle, we're asking men, can you please recognize that this is a really powerful time, not something to fear or to feel like isn't really worthwhile talking about? And the last one is men, we'd love to know, for you to know when we need your tender warrior self. And that's really, really sweet. So we're asking for men to understand the times when we need you to be loving and kind and embracing and really, what that means is to simply listen to us sometimes and to create loving solutions. One of the biggest downfalls that most people will find in a typical male-female relationship is women want to feel heard and men want to create solutions. And this is such a funny thing because it sounds so simple and yet I think we can all think of times in our relationships when this became explosive and maybe even was a cause for a breakup or a divorce. A woman is say maybe having kind of a, an emotional day. She says, hey, this is what's going on. He's listening, but he's also thinking, oh, well, here's nine solutions to help you feel better. And so he tells that to her and she thinks, no, I don't want your solution. I just want you to listen to me. How dare you? You, were, you actually weren't even listening. Like you didn't even hear that so-and-so said this and it creates this friction. And the man typically feels like, wow, I'm just trying to help and you don't even want to receive that. And the woman feels like, wow, you can't even just be present with me. It sounds almost funny when I explained it that way, but that right there is one of the most common reasons that people break up or get divorced because they feel like the other person isn't listening and doesn't understand them. When really, it's just that's how we're programmed. That's how we're embedded. The masculine says, here's a solution. The feminine says, hey, I need you to listen to me. And so if we can recognize that and understand that, then we can actually have a path to move forward. So for men, when your partner is having a moment like this, do try to be present and listen to understand what she's moving through. And then rather than giving her solutions or answers, lovingly create the solution. So what I mean by that is rather than saying, oh, babe, I'm sorry you're not feeling good. Maybe you should go take a bath 
or maybe you should, you know, go and eat something that you really like. A way that you can utilize your power in the masculine, which is to create solutions in a way that she'll be able to receive it, is to create that container for her. So rather than asking or telling her to go take a bath, go and make the bath for her. That's going to make a night and day difference, I promise you. Rather than telling her, well, maybe you should go eat something you like, maybe go and bring her that food that's in the fridge that she's not going to go get up and eat. Rather, bring it to her and offer it to her. It sounds so simple, but that right there will help to bridge that gap of disconnect between the masculine and the feminine. And we also have to remember that it is through giving that we create a loving relationship. So we can't keep track necessarily. We can't always be expecting our partner to do something for us. We must always be willing to give. That's the best dating relationship advice I've ever heard from most dating experts is to give more than you expect to receive. And if you're in a healthy relationship, the more you give, the more your partner's gonna wanna give right back to you. So it's a win-win for everyone. So if you're thinking, well, I don't wanna give all that to her, is she even gonna appreciate it? I assure you she will, and she will give it back to you in her own way at another time. It's beautiful. Give more than you expect to receive. Okay, so that was such a beautiful flow of different types of things. And now here's three questions that men specifically asked that I'm gonna touch on briefly. So one man said, how can I be supportive without denying my masculine self? And this is such a good question. I think a lot of men probably feel that way. They think, how can I be supportive and tender and gentle and all cozy with my partner to support her without being emasculated? And this is something that we have simply learned in our Western culture. True masculine power is our ability to be both the warrior, the man with the sword walking with the lion or, you know, whatever masculine image we want to create as well as the healer and the teacher and the man that listens and holds space for other people. Both of those are needed to be truly empowered. There's no absence of hyper-masculinity in this world. There's a lot of it. But would we really say that's healthy? Of course not. Is it healthy to feel emasculated and without direction or purpose. No, that's also the other extreme. And so there is a balance between the two where we can do both. We can be embodied in our masculinity and we can hold space for our partner. So again, I think following those those guidelines I gave above about being able to listen and then also utilize your masculine strength, which is to provide solutions is the way that you can be supportive to your partner and not feel like you lose yourself along the way. Another great question, how can we help the women in our lives grow and step into their divine feminine power? Oh, I love this question. <laughs> so beautiful. Well, there's a couple things. You can give her a safe container so she can explore who she is. Traditionally, in a lot of cultures, that was the yin and yang, the balance between feminine and masculine. The masculine created the safe container so that the feminine could blossom and grow. And so you can give her that loving space to change and play with that idea of who she is and allow her to grow. 
And you can be that ultimate space of support and unconditional love for her so that she has the tools she needs to rise into who she is. It's very, very key. And lastly, another amazing man asked, why does it feel difficult for me as a man to utilize my spirituality in my normal day-to-day life? Well, what I would say to this is recognize that they don't need to be separate. They don't need to be two polar opposite things, your normal life and your spiritual life. And what I would say to you is to create a routine or a practice that allows you to rise into your power, rise into your spirituality so that you can keep the tone of that no matter what situation or environment you're in. So maybe that's a morning routine. Maybe that's some sort of practice that you cultivate, but don't allow them to come into your mind as two polar opposite things, my normal life, my spiritual life, and rather merge them and bridge them and live them cohesively. That was a lot. (laughs) All of this to really say we're all on this path of trying to figure out who we are, trying to understand ourselves at a greater level. None of us got the, the toolbox or the guidebook that any of us deserved. We're all figuring this out the hard way. And so to all human beings, to all human beings that are in a relationship or dating or just wanting to have a more cohesive relationship with themselves, please have compassion for one another. Most women are really doing the best that they can with the tools that they were given and they're trying to be a better human being and partner. Most men are doing the best that they can with the tools that they were given. So rather than kind of making us one versus the other or pointing fingers or saying, see, I told you so, let's approach this from a space of love. We need to come together in order to heal and thrive and find balance in this world. So please recognize the feminine and masculine within you as well as the people that you love. And maybe these tools can be really empowering for them in their lives as well. I'm also about to announce something very exciting. I'm not announcing it just yet, it's still top secret, but you're gonna wanna make sure you're on my newsletter list because my email newsletter list will be the first people that actually get to find out about it. So that's goddessceremony.com slash subscribe. I'm about to launch a beautiful offering that is going to merge these two worlds of the divine masculine and the divine feminine, both in our relationships and in our individual selves. So you will learn how to embody the healthy masculine, the healthy feminine, and then how to come together in a beautiful partnership so that you can actually experience what happens when we honor and celebrate one another. This is gonna be one of the best courses I've ever released. I cannot wait. So if you wanna be involved in that, um, make sure you go to goddessceremony.com slash subscribe. Another cool little tidbit about it. It's gonna be the same price whether you choose to take it solo or you and your partner wanna take it together. So it's really, really encouraging people to do this with their partner so that they can both rise into the most empowered versions of themselves possible. I cannot wait. Make sure you're on the newsletter list. You'll be the first to find out about it. Thank you so much for being open to learning more about all of this. And if you have any questions or thoughts, find me on Instagram at wildgoddess. So much love to each and every one of you. I really, really thank you. (sighs) So grateful. And I'll see you next week. 
Thank you so much for joining us for the Goddess Ceremony podcast. We hope you found inspiration and healing within this sacred space. If you're feeling the call to join us for an upcoming Sacred Goddess Retreat or transformative women's leadership training, now is the time to rise. You can find details about upcoming retreats and trainings at goddessceremony.com. We'll see you in the next podcast, sister. Thank you.